welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Coming to you on a Thursday. I'm, of course, your host, David on Point, on Point Huffman. Man, it's trouble saying my name over here now. Um, I should be joined here momentarily by the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be breaking down the NFC South, all the offseason previews for every single team in that division. Uh, that that you know, the Carolina Panthers. Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And all three, all four of these teams are a little bit of crossroads where they don't really know what's going on with their future. Uh, also, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast uh, as we stream on all of the major platforms, including uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Um, and also, if you want to catch, if you happen to miss us live, you can catch us on a plethora of streaming services, including the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and then iHeartRadio. I will go ahead and share that into the group chat uh here in Ed, on the stream yard um so if you want to check us out over there you're more than welcome to do so also if you wanted to join us to talk a little football action uh, you're more than welcome to do so that do that as well um so hopefully everybody's doing well everybody's having a good day uh this is thursday i'm david huffman israel vero should be joining me first uh here shortly uh let's get started with the first team here in the preview it's the atlanta falcons when we talk about their off season uh their draft capital is right there on the screen Obviously, they have the eighth overall pick in this year's draft. They have a second rounder. They have a third. They have a fourth from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I think that came from the Julio Jones trade. Uh, how long ago was that? Uh, they have their own fourth round pick. They have a fifth round pick from Jacksonville. They got back for Calvin Ridley, who they traded before the trade deadline. Uh, round six, round seven from the Las Vegas Raiders. And then they have the seventh round pick from Buffalo. Um, so yeah, they have a lot of they have a lot of picks here because they have a team that needs to be rebuilding. Uh, the notable free agents is Lance McCarter, Caleb McCary, Isaiah Oliver, Jermaine Fetty, uh, Alamade Sakias, a good wide receiver. Uh, they have fifty six point five million dollars in cap space. Uh, their head coach is Arthur Smith, Terry Fortnott, uh, Greg Beatles, and uh, so that's the team president on their team, uh, GM Terry Fortnott. So how do you think the Atlanta Falcons should approach? Uh, their free agency and the draft. Uh, I think it really has to do with figure out who the starting quarterback for this team is. Uh, I know they they had Devin Ritter as their starting quarterback for both the like the towards the end of this season as uh, Marcus Mariota was there for the first couple of games and played okay. Um, had the Atlanta Falcons in playoff contention early in the season since nobody wanted to win the NFC South at the very beginning of the season. But it just really ended up shaking out that way. Atlanta Falcons kind of fell back in the pack, uh, ended up with a losing record. Uh, they went from being potentially winning this division to the worst team in it uh, within the span of a few months, a few weeks, really, because uh, they lost that game to the Tampa Buccaneers, a game they should, could have won um, to really boister themselves up in the playoff to contention there. Uh, they ended up running with a 7-10 record. Uh, three other teams in the NFC South also had 3-10 and 10 records, or 7-10 and 10 records, the New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay obviously won this division with an 8-9 record, as it was Tom Brady's lone losing season ever. Uh, but, yeah, they're in a bit of a crossroad. I mean, they moved on from Matt Ryan. Uh, it doesn't seem that Marcus Mario is clearly part of the future plans, uh, big picture for the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know if it's totally clear if Desmond Ritter is going to be the guy there. Um, but the question is, you have to ask is, are the Atlanta Falcons a quarterback away from being competitive in the NFC South or in the NFC in general? I just don't think that's the case. Uh, I think they have a lot of holes on this team. Uh, Jake Matthews and Caleb McGarry are still good tackles. Uh, welcome to the show, CEO Israel Rivera. Welcome to the show, man. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Um, doing well, man. Doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. Talking about the NFC South, the lowly NFC South. 
the worst division in football last year, uh, statistically. Um, we were just talking a little bit about what they think their approach should be to the draft and free agency. Well, um, <laughs> well, the, the, the jury's still out on Jasmine Ritter, so no need to get a quarterback here. Um, at least, not, at least it, not in the first round. I think you can wait. Not in the if, first round. I mean, if that kid from Stanford falls, they're like round three or four. I think you could grab him. Tanner uh, McKee. Yeah, that's that's him. Yep. Yeah. I, I, think, um, I, I also think the kid that the kid from Tennessee, who's probably not going to play this season anyways. I mean, that's a guy that you could potentially bring back. Oh uh, yeah, Hendon Hooker. Well. Yeah, yeah, Hendon Hooker, who's probably going to win the yeah. Heisman if he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if he doesn't, they don't lose to um, what was it, LSU and um, LSU, South Georgia. Carolina. Yeah, oh yeah, Georgia and uh, South Carolina. Um, but yeah, um, man, I forget who I had them picking here at number eight. Um, uh, let me go Lordy back Lord, my mock draft. I don't, I don't remember who I had them taking either. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yes, honestly, they need a little bit of everything. I would say, um, you know, I would say focus on. You know, I would I want to say weapons, but they got enough weapons offensively. I'd say defense. I mean, uh, no, 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 I mean, not really. I mean, outside of Drake London, I mean, Kyle Pitts got injured early last season, didn't finish the year. Um, they, they, I mean, he and they traded away Calvin Ridley. Alameda Zacchaeus is a free agent. Uh, that mm-hmm. running back room is kind of all over the place with um, Bitten, you know, yeah. There. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I had them taking Peter Skaronsky, the left tackle out of the left North tackle. Western. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, no, so I think I might have had them taking, uh, like, uh, Paris Campbell or, or something like that in, in the top ten uh, from Ohio State, uh, offensive lineman or a wide receiver. I mean, you can Especially you can if, they, if they lose Caleb McCary there uh, in free agency, they're going to be looking for another right tackle. I think Jake Matthews is still good, and he's still, uh, shockingly, still young, um, so he could potentially stay there at left <laughs> tackle. Like, we were looking at, I don't remember what show we were running, but, like, I, I thought Ke- uh, Jake Matthews was in, like, at the twilight of his career, and he's like 31, 32. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just been playing so well for so long that you think, yeah, he's, you think yeah. he's old. It's kind of like uh, that when, when you so we're like, Chris Jones got to be 30. No, Chris Jones is 28. 28. 28. Uh, <laughs> the team's big needs are really quarterback, and I, th- I think they do need another wide receiver outside of Drake London. Uh, they need another, yeah. they, they need a Jordan sure Madison. Uh, I mean, maybe, but I, I think that's a little early for him uh, in in that first Possibly. round. Possibly, and I think there are a lot of good wide receivers you can get later. I think also they need an edge. Uh, I think they need to get somebody who can get consistent pressure under the quarterback. I mean, they don't. Grady Jarrett's getting up there. He's still a good football player, but I don't necessarily think you can c- count on him to generate consistent pass rush. Um, and the, none of these other guys really scare you at all. I mean, Taquan Graham is just been it's okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, when I look at it, I mean, I was watching. So, so I, you know, I have like Quentin Johnson, like my number one wide receiver off the board, or or Jackson Smith and Jugba, and then I think Quentin Johnson. But anyways, you can you can put one or two, right? And I, you know, I was watching Steve Smith the other day. He was he was mentioning Quentin Johnson. I didn't really notice this, and then I went back and watched some tape on him. I'm like, Quentin Johnson's fast. He's big. He's kind of like a Calvin Johnson Jr. Right. Um, he could take it to the house off of off of his bubble screen, but when he goes up for the catch, he kind of catches it like T Rex arms and into the body. And I'm like, I don't know how well that will translate to the league. You know, kind of catching. You know, when you're going up for 50-50 balls, because we want to see our wide receivers high pointed. 
Jackson Smith and Jugba does that perfectly. I mean, Jordan Drake Madison London, does London, that perfectly. Drake London, who's on their roster now, does that. I mean, they, they could take the wide receiver in the second round and take, like, the kid from Tennessee who can just straight up fly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, if he's still there in the second round, that'd be a slam dunk of a pick. And they that would be a edge here. Yeah, and Jalen Hyatt, he led the league. He led the college football with uh, catches over like forty yards. He had the highest um, uh, per catch, um, uh, you know, highest um, average per catch in in, in NCAA. So yeah, the, I mean, he's a he's he's a guy that can stress the field and take the top off the defense. I'm trying to look at certain free agents. I mean, I do think that they need an emphasis on offensive line. They do need yeah. maybe draft draft a. Uh, I mean, Chris, Chris, I mean, Chris Lynn running back. Like a solid right guard. Uh, they they do have some good running backs. I mean, they have Caleb Huntley who was solid at times this season. Tyler Tyler Algier who was solid. Cordell Patterson is obviously still on this team. Um, but uh, yeah, they need a, a tr- another wide receiver to complement Drake London um, because I, I, I mean, Kyle Pitts is coming back, but he's been injured. I think their secondary is actually pretty good. AJ Terrell is coming off getting burnt in that, mm-hmm. that championship game uh, to start out into a really solid NFL career so far. Uh, at one point, he was the highest rated corner by PFF uh, at one point this season. I uh, didn't end the season there, but uh, Jalen Hawkins is a young player. Richie Grant's a young player who played well. Casey Hayward can't, cannot stay healthy no matter where he plays, but he's a good player when he's healthy. Um, that secondary could use another back, though. Another guy, Rashad Fenton, is a free agent. Uh, Isaiah Oliver mm-hmm. is also a free agent. Both those guys are corner starting nickel corners at some point in that that offense or that defense. Yeah, I totally forgot about Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier. Yeah. I knew the heck I forgot Tyler Algier did play really pretty well for them down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, had some really big games for them. But, yeah, no, Davey, no, you're right. I, I do. A.J. Terrell, perfect example. We thought that A.J. Terrell wasn't going to translate well into the NFL after, you know, that debacle that he had against, uh, was it LSU yeah. um, in, in the in the college football playoff. And, you know, he's turned into a pretty good corner in the NFL. Turned into it's, a pretty good corner in the NFL. It's true. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about top three priorities when it comes to Atlanta. What should be their top three priorities? Uh, when it comes to this particular NFL season, or this particular um, season, um, you know, you know, I'd say, you know, get, I would say, get more. If you, if you're gonna stick to a plan, um, you know, evaluate your quarterback first. So I'd say, you know, I'd say, keep your quarterback, stick to your plan, add on to the offensive line. So add weapons on offense. Um, I'd say bolster that uh, pass rush as well, and um, godly. Um, you know, I'd say maybe add, you know, that goes into the weapons, add a wide receiver, but, um, man, you know, they need a lot. They need a lot. I think the top, one of their main priorities should be figure out if Desmond Ritter is the guy. I mean, you got to figure out if he's going to be the guy to take you into the future. Uh, I Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think you're going to be in a position to even draft a quarterback without having to trade up. Um, I would probably do that if I was Atlanta. So my priority is, you know, figure out what you got in Desmond Ritter, um, yep. get him some more weapons so you can figure out what you got in him and boister up the, them, this team in the trenches. They, they generated not that many sacks this past season uh, outside of Grady Jarrett. Uh, they gave up way too many sacks. I mean, I mean, Marcus Berrio got hurt for a reason. Like This is an offensive yeah, line that wasn't exactly. really good this season. So Exactly. And then, you know, get both of your uh, edge rush, um, you know, as well, your edge rush unit. I mean, you can't have too many edge rushers you know, on your team. And it's true. You, you know, you get a defensive line that's that's pretty solid, and you, you're looking in good company. Uh, moving on from the Atlanta Falcons, let's talk about Carolina. Uh, so obviously they have a bunch of draft capital out of the Chris McCaffrey trade. Uh, they have the ninth overall pick in this year's draft. They have their own second round pick. They have San Fran's second round pick and their third round pick. 
Uh, they have the fourth. They have two fourth round picks. One of them from San Fran as well. A fifth and a seventh. Oh, this pick came from Buffalo. I don't know why they have it. Uh, so uh, they're notable free agents. Obviously, <laughs> Sam Darnold, Deontay Foreman, uh, Matt Ioannidis, uh, Cameron Irving, Bradley Bozeman, and Corey Littleton. They're shockingly negative $7 million in cap space. Um, so they're going to have to probably find a way to release some players. Um, they hired Frank Wright in the offseason. What do you think about that hire? I actually love that hire, man. Frank Wright, you know, he's, he's you know, got a, a bad rap there. And in, uh, in Indy, I think Frank Wright, uh, you know, would be a perfect coach for, I mean, he's like a bridgehead coach, but I think he'd be a good coach for that team, especially if they could add some pieces, um, you know, to that roster. I mean, they're, they're, they're obviously, they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. Um, uh, I mean, they're going to need, you know, they have a lot of a myriad of problems. I mean, this is not a bad defense. No, I mean, the it's not, it's not, is really good. Uh, the GM Scott the Fitterer, really good. Christy Coleman, team president, when she wasn't named the team president two years ago, she was the first woman team president in the NFL. Uh, now there's two, yeah. I think. Um, so how are the Panthers approach, approach free agency and the draft and the Derek Carr rumors? Do, would you bring Derek Carr in if you were the Carolina Panthers? Uh, man. Yes yeah, or well, no? I, I, trust, I trust. Yes, 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 yes. The answer is yes. I don't want to beat around the bush because I, I trust Derek Carr more than Sam more than Sam Darnold, even though I think Sam Darnold played okay down the stretch. The Baker Mayfield thing didn't work out at all. Obviously, he got traded to the LA Rams. So yeah, no, if you if you they, they just flat out released him. Like he didn't. This like, is right. Yeah, yeah not, not even trade him. It's released no. him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh my god, you're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, yeah, you're in the market for a quarterback, <sighs> man. Derek Carr. We, I mean. He needs, I, 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 mean, I would pull the trigger on that. I think this is also the best situation for Derek Carr. Me too. Uh, I think they have yes. some valuable pieces on offense. Like their offensive line is not terrible uh, there in Carolina. They've done a good job boistering that unit. Um, this is a defense yep. is excellent. They have some good weapons out there. And DJ Moore, uh, I think they have Curtis Samuel still right now. He's in Washington. but um, They, they have, have, uh, they have uh, Chanel, DJ no, Moore, Terrence Marshall. Still, yeah, Terrence Marshall. LaVisca Chanel is gone? No, they still have. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Uh, they have Shai yeah. Smith. I, I mean, they have to figure out the tight end. And Tommy Tremble shows some promise this past season. Uh, Ike Aquanu could have was probably the best no. left tackle that was drafted this past season. Like, yeah, this is the place. That, I mean, he would go. This would be the best defense that he was ever that he ever played with. If he went to Carolina, this would be the best unit he's ever played with. Jeremy Chin, Xavier Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, all excellent secondary. I love Jeremy Chin. I love Jeremy Chin. He's awesome. Yeah. Xavier Woods. Uh, you got you know, Brian Burns at the edge. One of the uh, best, one Dali. of the best defensive ends in the league. Yes, yeah, Terra Grass She's an up and coming um, young uh, edge rusher as well. So and, yeah, and, no, you're and, right. And, and their path to getting out from underneath the salary cap situation is not that difficult. They could Shaq just straight, Thompson. They could just straight cut Stack Thompson and save thirteen million dollars in cap space. Uh, they could cut their center Pat Alfine and save four point eight million. Damian Wilson will save them three point six million. They, it's easy for them to get back underneath the cap if they want to. Mm. Yeah. Um. So. You know, my approach was, you know, honestly, you know, I, I in free agency, I, I try and go get Derek Carr. If you know he's not looking to come to Carolina, which is, I would, I don't want to say they're in a rebuild mode because they're not in full rebuild mode. They have some that we talked about it. They have a good defense there. Um, if anything, I want to. I in the draft. Let's talk about the draft now. If anything, I go get a number. I, I go get. I go try and get a number one wide receiver next to DJ Moore. Those other two guys, Terrence Marshall's okay player. But he's not a he's not a, a number one. DJ Moore is not a number one guy. I mean, maybe he could be, 
but he's not a number one guy. He hasn't proven that he's a number one. He's I mean, a solid DJ Moore, DJ Moore is a pretty can. I think he can be a number one. I think he's that talented. But I, I don't know. I, he's I think a number like, two. Okay, I mean, but if in my I opinion, mean, I'm just is you know. I think he's pretty damn good. Like I think DJ Moore. I think he's great too. I think he's great too. But 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 my thing is when you're a number one guy, it's like you're open when you're not open. You know when when you're double teamed and they're playing single high when they're when they're when they're putting their best uh, cornerback on you and they and they got you know all the attention on you. Are you going to be able to get open? I haven't really seen DJ Moore do that. I don't know if he can handle all that pressure. He's a good number two. I think he's a good Robin to somebody's Batman. Um, so I really do think that they need a, a, a true number one wide receiver. I don't know if they get that in free agency. They sure as hell can get that in the draft. Uh, I think I just lost him. <laughs> I think he uh, But, yeah, I mean, they could address that in free agency. Looking at the free agency wide receivers, it's not that robust of a unit. Um, but – Yeah, they, they're, number, they're number nine right now, right? Number nine. Correct. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I'd go, you know, I'd go, I go to get, you know, we just talked about him, you know, a guy like Quentin Johnson, he's a big wide receiver. He's a big play threat. I mean, I can go, you can go get him there. If you're Carolina, you don't really have to add too much on defense running back. I mean, dude, I, you know, I, I've already, I talked about this before. I mean, the, the best running back in the draft is Bijan Robinson. I mean, Dante Foreman is going to be a free agent this year. So but uh, this offseason, so I mean I, I actually really I actually had I actually had Carolina taking him Bijan Robinson as Bijan Robinson. They might reach for him. I mean mock draft that I did. Like the fact that this dude. team was gonna run the ball so much and I yeah. take a little bit of that pressure out By the way, the best free agent receiver available in this year's cycle is Nelson Aguilar, and he's not moving the needle. Hell no. <laughs> or, or, I mean or, I mean Allen Robinson's also a free agent. I mean Hell no. Another... <laughs> so I mean they're if they want to address their wide receiver situation, or they're even their tight end. They're going to have to address it in that. They could end up with Mike Kosicki. I, I actually would like Mike Kosicki a lot in this offense. Yeah, no, actually, he would be nice, and they do need a tight. They're in the market for a tight end as yeah. well. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I available. Robert Tunyon's available. Hayden Hurst is a guy who's going to be available. <laughs> Bobby Schultz's cousin Dalton Schultz is also available. I just, um, you know, David, I just hate, I hate, you know, now in these this, these days, man. I just, I know, like Ezekiel Elliott was picked in the first what, top ten or something. But like Rajon Robinson getting picked in the top ten, like if he doesn't pan out, I mean that that's just a, like it's just it's a reach in my opinion because you can, you know maybe trade trade that pick down that number nine pick down if you really want him, you could get him later in the draft. You know you can get him later in the first round. Find a team that's gonna pick, you know that wants to jump in the top ten. I've I, I, I made the argument for a long time picks. that I if I was a general manager of a football team, which I'm obviously not, I would never I would never take a running back in the first round ever. Never, I, I just, I, no. I, I just think you can get more value other positions than running back in the first round. I just they get hit so much. It's just like yeah. I'd rather take a linebacker. I'd rather take the risk. Okay, linebacker and running back. They get they take the most hits. They're hitting the most, and and I think in running back, especially yeah, I mean, if they're getting two hundred and fifty carries. I mean, the the shelf life, year? the shelf life on what? running back is just not long it's enough to years. value a first round pick. Um, it's twenty four years, David. Let's talk top three priorities. So when we talk about Carolina, what should be their top three priorities when it comes to this offseason? Well, you know, number one priority, I think, is to, you know, get more weapons. Oh, number one priority is to get a quarterback. So get a franchise quarterback, whether whether that's trading for Derek Carr, maybe you can, you know, strike lightning in the bottle like the Detroit Lions kind of did with Jared Goff, right, resurrecting his career um, in a way in Detroit. If not, you go into the draft. You got a top ten pick. I mean, you know, hopefully I don't think Will Levis will be there. 
definitely won't be CJ Stroud ain't gonna be there. Bryce Young ain't gonna be there. So I mean, you're you're looking at maybe you know reaching for a, a Tanner McKee, you know, from Stanford or or, or something in that nature, which I don't think they should. So I think you know they they have to go with a skill position in the draft. So quarterbacks number one main priority for me. Uh, second main priority is get more weapons around that quarterback, um, whether it's Derek Carr or whoever they decide to uh, place in the draft, pick in the draft. Um, and then also get more depth on that offensive line and, and see if you can open up some, you know, cap space to get maybe uh, another, uh, you know, big time free agent on the defensive side of the ball or whatever the case is. Yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with any of your approaches when it comes to top three players. I think, yeah, number one, figure out who the quarterback is going to be going moving forward. If it's going to be Derek Carr, make it happen. If it's going to be somebody in this year's draft, make that happen. Um, I don't think you can continue to sign like a Sam Darnold who's been there two years or Baker Mayfield. That experiment has not worked. Any, any team that's tried that particular experiment, like rehashing quarterbacks that were, were cast offs on other teams that just never worked. Like they've never made that work. Um, and yeah, yeah, weapons and then the offensive line for sure. Uh, moving on from Carolina, let's talk about the New Orleans Saints. Uh, one of the more disappointing teams in the NFL this past season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they, didn't have a draft pick up until the Sean Payton trade. Uh, they got now have they have the 29th pick. Uh, that pick comes from Denver, from Miami, from the 49ers. Uh, that pick has been on the move a lot this season um, or over the last couple of seasons. Uh, they have a second round pick. They have a third round pick. They have a fourth round pick, fifth, two fifths, uh, seventh, a seventh, and then yeah, that's about it. Uh, the notable free agents: Bradley <laughs> Roby, a good corner; Marcus Davenport, defend. Uh, Defensive end, who's never really panned out in the NFL. Andy Dalton, Jarvis Landry, who was probably the one of the bigger flops when it comes to free agent signings this past season. Uh, P.J. Williams, who's a solid corner. Uh, they have negative $55 million in cap space moving into this season. Dennis Callen will be the head coach in his second season. Mickey Loomis, then Dennis, oh man, Lasha? Lasha is the team president. Uh, but the real question is, how should the Saints approach free agency and the NFL draft this year? Oh man, this is another team that could use a Derek Carr. Oh man. Well, yeah, they need a quarterback. Um, yeah. So I think number one, I think, yeah, I think main priority for them, they have a good offensive line, man. You know, I'm looking at their offensive line right now. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, James Caesar, Hurst. I mean, Caesar Ruiz Andrew, might be, Caesar, Caesar Ruiz might be the one of the better centers in the NFL. Yeah, Ryan Ramchek, Caesar Ruiz, Eric McCoy. I mean, they have a good offensive line so that's not the problem um you know Andy Dalton's way over the hill Jameis Winston is uh I mean he's pretty much gotten to the doghouse after he got injured and he never left I I, I think he's going to be a cap casualty anyways Uh, this team can save four million dollars if they cut him Traquan Smith who's another wide receiver on a team that's deep at the wide receiver position 1.9 million um yeah yeah and I'd say I'd say you know there's some good and um, let me look at the free agent list now because there's some good guys, you know, in, in free agency. Um, they, they're going to need some interior defensive linemen um, on this on this team. And, you know, I think that's what they, they should do. So I think quarterback kind of bolstering their defensive line. I mean, Cam Jordan's getting up there in age. I think, um, Cam, I think Cam Jordan might be might get traded. If they if they don't right. end up with Derek Carr, let's just say that, that that's a realistic hypothetical. I think Cameron Jordan and Michael Thomas will both get traded. I think this team will dive into a full rebuild. 
Yeah, Michael Thomas is another guy. I mean, oh my God. I mean, I mean Trevor, 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 Trevor Penning is another guy who was a solid in his rookie season. Uh, but I, I, I think Cameron, because their cap situation is just so dire. Like, I think Michael Thomas, they may just trade him away for whatever they can get for him, future draft assets. Cameron Jordan's another guy who's got a big cap number. They could be like, you know what? Let's see what we can get out with him on the open market. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Cameron Jordan's a future Hall of Famer. Do you think he wants to spend the last couple of years of his career on a team that's not going to compete for anything? Yeah, I don't think so, huh? Yeah, no. So I mean, you got you got uh, free agents. You know that the interior defensive linemen. You got uh, guys like Deron Payne, uh, Javon Hargrave that are out there in the free agent market. Man, I just um, can't, I just don't know. I don't how see they can, I don't know how get they those can guys. get those guys with their cap situation. Like I just don't. I, exactly. And yeah. I know the GMs have found a way to manipulate the cap and find a way to get back under, but I just can't envision a scenario where they have money to spend this offseason. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know how they're going to be able to, 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 you know, you know, bolster that line. But at, at twenty nine, they can go get a solid player. Um, I've, I've been mentioning this guy's name for a long time. I don't know if he'll be there. I know he's been shooting up some boards lately. Um, but Andre Carter, if he's still there at twenty nine, I mean, this is the guy from Army that you know led the NCAA in sacks two years ago. This year he had what four and a half sacks. You know, he was getting double teams, sometimes triple team chipped. And uh, you know, from uh, you know, running backs that sometimes um, there this year. So th- that's a guy to look out for if you definitely if you're trying to like you know add to your defensive line. But definitely, I mean, at number twenty nine, uh, if Tanner McKee's still there, I mean, take a shot at him. But uh, this is a team that, man, that that's too early for my opinion for to take a reach out for Tanner guy. McKee. I mean, he's been yeah, he's know. been shooting. I mean, he's kind of. He's kind of been shooting up I, some draft boards. They, 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 they have they have a second round pick that's not that far. I, I would rather take him in the second round. Take him in the second second round, fortieth overall, if he's yeah, still there. I, I, there's I always think... that team that. Yeah, there's always that team that likes to that likes to um uh, uh shoot up. But also, here's another scenario for the for the New Orleans Saints here. I I'm calling the Green Bay Packers. I'm like, hey, what's your Aaron Rodgers Jordan Love situation, right? Do you? Are you going to keep Rodgers? Well, let's see if we can make a package for for us to get Jordan Love. You know, I I, I just don't think they have the the trap. They for sure don't have like if they trade for Aaron Rodgers, they have to match his salary. They're I, not going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. I'm I'm saying like Jordan Love though. I mean, if, Jordan, I, I think the Packers are done with Aaron Rodgers. I, he's whatever he's doing at his dark retreat. Is that retreat over? Like, is he still doing that? I, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm sick of him too. He's, he's, he's getting high. He's getting high when I need him to be throwing passes and worry about next year. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they definitely need to go get a quarterback. Uh, you know, they need to go bolster that defensive line. I think that's what they need to do in free agency and uh, in the draft. So I came up with a couple scenarios for him. I want, I like to play with it a little bit. So. I mean, we're moving into top three players. We kind of talked about this right up top. I mean, first priority should be find out who's going to be the starting quarterback of this team next season. Second is get back underneath the cap. Um, so you can actually make some moves with this roster. And then third, yeah, I mean, this is a team has an excellent defense that they've been wasting for the last couple of seasons. Like, they just need to boister the offensive line a little bit. I mean, I mean, if they get a quarterback, they actually play a little bit. This is a team that can go from first to first quick. Oh, really quick. Um. Another thing that we need to really take into consideration is the Alvin Kamara situation, right? Yeah, he's, he's just he's just facing new charges today that just dropped on the internet. Like, yeah, that he was indicted, so we don't know what kind of punishment the NFL. I mean, they they kind of waited for the situation 
to kind of, you know, they I think they waited for the season to, you know, be done with until like the charges were actually kind of put on him and, and for him to go to the court case. I think as more information comes out, I think the NFL is going to give him a nice little suspension here for. You know, I, I, think so. I, I think so too. I, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm the saints, he's one of those other guys I'm looking to move. I'm, I'm looking to move as well. Like I think because there's a that, lot of- that is, well, David, I, I understand he's a great running back. He's a great talent, but that's the kind of situation I've seen uh, in the NFL where it's like guys don't come back from that sometimes. Those, those personal situations where it's like, you know, you know, they, they have a domestic or they have some type of charge like this. Sometimes they don't bounce back and they're not the same player after that. I mean, um, Alec so Mara I, was wildly inconsistent this past season. Um, so yeah. we'll know, who knows what he's going to be like. In this and we don't know how much that was weighing in on him. We don't yeah. know how much that the charges and stuff like that was weighing in on him all season. I, I, all, I, all, season I, also, I, I also imagine that those charges will eventually go away. It's just the money usually talks in situations like that. Like they'll, they'll end yeah. up, you'll end up getting found not guilty or whatever in court. He'll end up settling on, on a, in some kind of civil lawsuit. They'll pay a bunch of money and make it all go away. That's what happens. To the final team in the NFC South, the team that actually won this division at an eight and nine record. Uh, their draft capital is right there on your screen. They have their all of their own picks and nobody else's. Uh, the notable free agents, obviously Tom Brady, just up there just because he's a free agent. Uh, Levante David, they have a ton of free agents really uh, that were key to a team that won the Super Bowl just three years ago. Uh, Levante David, Akeem Hicks, Julio Jones, William Golston, Blaine Gabbert, uh, Keanu Neal, Sean Murphy Bunting, and Kyle Rudolph, who they signed in this past offseason that never really panned out or played much for them this season. Um, projected cap space, negative $55 million in cap space. Uh, their head coach is Todd Bowles. Jason Light is their GM. Brian Ford, team president. How do you approach free agency in the NFL draft if you are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers knowing Tom Brady – Probably not walking through that door again. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! They need a lot of they. Their defense, that defense looked tired. That offense looked tired. Everything looked tired. They needed. They need. They need to bolster the offensive line. They need more depth there, especially at the interior position. Um, Tom Brady was just like he was just. It was just like they were just at him like a second quicker than what he was used to, and I couldn't imagine if that was Blank Gabbard because he'd be throwing picks left and right. Um, and then the defense just, uh, you know, at times they were just wildly inconsistent. Levante David was probably the most consistent player, you know, on their defense, in my opinion. Um, and um, their other um, uh, young linebacker, Godley. His name's uh, mistaken. The kid from LSU. It's uh, um, Devin White. Devin White, yeah, Devin White was pretty consistent. I mean, Shaquille um, Barrett Devin- is another guy who was not, was was basically hurt all season long. They definitely missed his pressure pressure off the edge. Um, they could. I mean, these are their free notable free agents. What William Golston, Akeem Hicks, Levante David, Jamal Dean, Mike Edwards, Logan Ryan. I mean, all of those guys. Keanu Neal, Sean Murphy, Bunton. I mean. That is damn near their whole defense, almost. Yeah, that is like uh, three quarters uh, of the defense. And and, so, and their potential cut candidates, like the like I'm taking this off of uh, ProFootballNetwork.com. Uh, their potential cut candidates, Donovan Smith, they're starting left tackle, right tackle. Uh, they can save nine million dollars by cutting him. They're starting right guard, or I can't remember right guard, left guard. Shaq Mason, nine point six million. Kyle Ryan Suckup, they're starting kicker. Uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, Lombardi Lenny, uh, could be a cap casualty. Uh, three point five should million. be. Can't, Cameron Brait, two million. Just that doesn't even get them underneath. But those are the guys that they could cut in order to make some room for some other players. Um, 
Well, I have, I have, well, I have one thing to say about the quarterback position. This is Starkville, right? You drafted Kyle Trask in the second round, what, two years ago? A year Correct. ago? Two um, years. do you want to see what he? I mean, we already know what the hell Blake Gaffer's going to shoot. Okay, we don't know what Kyle Trask can give you. Do you want to roll the dice this year and say, let's see what our young quarterback Kyle Trask can do with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? And the boys, right? Let, let's see what he can do. I, 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 I don't necessarily think you have a choice. Like, I, I really, I, honestly, yeah. <laughs> like they're not, they're not, they're not picking early enough in this draft. Um, there you is some, a good quarterback. There, there is some some rumors that because of the situation with uh, Byron Leftwich got fired, right, and they ended up hiring the quarterback coach from the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, his name is totally escaping me right now. Is their new OC? Um, I guess the relationship between Geno Smith and that quarterback's coach is so strong that Geno Smith would consider leaving Seattle and coming to Tampa Bay to be part of this franchise because of that, that they're hiring that OC. They could end up with Geno Smith as their starting quarterback. Um, I'm not sure what that does for them because of how this roster looked, even with Tom Brady on it. Um, right. And the notable free agents, as we mentioned through the list and the teams that players that they're going to have to lose in order for them to get back underneath the salary cap. Uh, but that is something that they could seriously entertain about the Geno Smith signing. Um, I mean, and, and you know, man, that that would be that would be, you know, I you know, if their quarterback coach, if Geno Smith is looking, you know, is is comfortable with that quarterback coach, I mean, give him Mike Evans and giving him Chris Cottle after what he did with with uh, I would want to say that the wide receiver core in Seattle, um, you know, other. I, it's close. It's close. It's close. I think I would, I think I would, in a, in a vacuum, I would rather have DK Metcalf. And the offensive line is a little bit better in my, I, I, I don't know. Is the offensive yeah. line, yeah, yeah. Offensive line is just a little tad bit better in Seattle. I, you know, I don't know. If I'm Geno Smith, I'm looking at it. I'm like, hey, man, you know, you saw what I just did. I had, the, I had the most, highest completion percentage in, in the NFL. You know, I, you know, comeback player of the year. I mean, why not? Let's run it, you know? Um, yeah, Dave, this team. Dave, runs- Dave, Dave Canells is the quarterback. Dave coach Canells. I, I don't, I don't, he's he's yeah, the don't new offensive that. coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. So offensively, yeah, if Leonard Fournette's a crash casualty, you know, Rashad White, uh, you know, he's still going to be there on contract. I think he's a solid player. He looks solid down the stretch. Uh, they were going to him and, a lot and, more and, last and year. And they spent a very high draft pick on a kid the last season that didn't see the field very much. Uh, his name is totally escaping me. Uh, that other running back. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, guy. yeah, from, yeah, from Kansas guy that State. You, yeah, they used a pretty early draft pick on him. Um, so I imagine they want to find out what these two guys can do, and they could be a good tandem, and Leonard Fournette probably will be a cap casualty. Uh, another thing that and they he looked, is, he looked like he was burling. He was, like, laboring all season, right, David? He, yeah, yeah, he didn't he look did. the same here. I mean, the other thing that they could potentially think about doing here is blowing this roster up. I mean, this is a team like Tom Brady elevated this roster, but without him, they they have. I, I can't imagine how what they'd be like without Tom Brady last season. I mean, they could trade mm-hmm. Mike Evans away, they could trade Chris Godwin away, they could look to move some of the pieces on their defense to Devin White, um, and really they still have their- all their young guys. Literally, they have all their young guys. Like all their veterans are. Like I, I would say, they have all their like three, four year players, like Antoine Winfield, Carlton Davis. Uh, Shaq Barrett, Devin White, uh, Joe Tr- Trion Shoyinka, Vita Vey. I think Vita Vey is what is his like fifth, sixth, like 
Well, he, they, they just gave him a massive extension. I don't. I, don't, I yeah, can't so imagine. Yeah, so he's yeah. So they, they all. So they, those guys are all still there. So they have a nice little nucleus defensively. They just need a plug-in place like William Goldston, Akeem Hicks, who's kind of over the hill. Levante Davis been there forever. He's going to go to a contender, I, I assume. So you know, Jamal Dean, Mike Edwards. I mean, they're secondary. I mean, they're, they're losing two of the. They're losing their safeties. They're losing most of their safeties, their corners. So I think going going into the draft, I mean. I'd go, you know, try and, you know, start with trying to bolster your defensive backfield, you know, uh, there in Tampa Bay, you know, whether that's, you know, going, you know, going to get, you know, some of some of these young guys. Let me look at who's who's probably a, a cornerback here. Uh, I mean, Jesse Bates is going to be available. Yeah, um, I mean, safety, I, I can't imagine he's going to be back in, in Cincinnati. I just, I don't know. Yeah, Jesse Bates is going to be available. We got, uh, you know, we talked about Jamal, Jamal Dean, um, Godley, I mean, you know, there's there's some there's some there's some and, guys and out with, there that are going to be available for you. In the draft, I mean, they could be looking at taking. Um, I think Joey Porter Jr. will be gone, but Carl Phillips, the third, the kid from Utah, he could potentially still be on the board. Cam Smith, yeah, uh, the guy we talked about before, well, the kid out of South Carolina, from South Carolina, yeah, yeah. Keely yeah, Ringo, he'll be, so- he'll be solid. Keely Ringo's another solid guy that you can that you can look I, at. So if you want to boister up. Through the draft using your secondary, you want to do it that way. That I mean, that's an option for the Tampa James Bucks. Bradbury. And when I'm looking at free agents for cornerbacks, James Bradbury is going to be available. Um, you got Cameron Sutton from Pittsburgh is going to be available. Jonathan Jones from New England is going to be available. He just came. Mm-hmm. He just came from one of the best, better, best defenses in the league. Uh, Patrick Peterson, who's old, older, he's yeah. going to be available as well. I mean, so, Patrick Peterson may take a discount to play for a team that could win a championship. I'm not sure what they're going to do at the quarterback position um, at currently constructed, but I mean, quarterback edge, cornerback guard, running back are the big needs uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we'll see what they end up yeah. doing with that uh, when it comes to the draft and free agency. Let's talk priorities when it comes to this team. What should be the top three priorities uh, for the Tampa Bay well, Buccaneers? Well, top priority is figuring out, figuring out, you know, you know, who's going to be your cap casualties. And you know how you're how how you're gonna um you know move around some of those you know you know how you're gonna create some, some cap space to sign you know some of the you know to you know the, to plug and play some of these guys that you're gonna lose on the defensive side. I think that's number one. I think number two also is is quarterback, right? You know, are you gonna go in the draft? Are you gonna move up in the draft? Maybe trade some guys? Are you gonna go after a Derek Carr? Are you gonna sign a a, um, a Geno Smith? Or are you gonna see what Kyle Trask has? That's a big need right there i mean because yeah, tom brady I, I, really I elevated. when we talk about top three priorities like i mean that quarterback that's probably number one it's got to be number one i mean salary cap the salary cap there's always ways to manipulate the salary cap they'll find a way that's why these guys get paid a ton of money to do this but the quarterback situation has got to be figured out i mean if, if you're going to go with kyle trask make that decision yeah absolutely and then and then also i mean um uh, you know you know trying like i said uh, manipulate that cap situation and then, I mean, offensively, I mean, you already kind of, you already set with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, um, you know, maybe add a tight end. But, also, I mean, defensively, uh, you're going to have to really bolster that secondary because you're going to be working with bare bones next year. And, yeah. I mean, I really don't know how they're going to be able to get, I mean, you're going to have to put, you're going to have to pull Seattle where you're going to draft, draft some young guys and you have to really hit on your draft picks. And you have to plug and play some into, into this defense in the secondary because I just don't see them having enough money to sign, you know, those, you know, those guys like, you know, Jesse Bates and like those difference makers, like difference maker players, yeah, different like, makers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so we'll, we'll I see think what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, end up doing this off season. Uh, that's been our off season preview for the entire NFC South. 
Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast as we go live basically every single day, bringing you guys the most up-to-date content. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for our content. And if you do happen to miss us live, you can catch us on a myriad of streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and, of course, iHeartRadio. Uh, that link is in the chat, uh, in the comments section on all of our main platforms, uh, Twitch, uh, YouTube, and uh, Facebook. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us. And Izzy, uh, I'm David Huffman, uh, CEO of Prime Sports World, Ms. Rivera right there. Izzy, what do we do? Hit the prime, my friend. We bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. 24-7, baby. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys here in a couple days. I'm running double podcast on Saturday. Uh, we're going to be doing the crossover, talking about the NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, and then we're also going to be previewing the latest uh, OWE episode with the new uh, the Elimination Chamber preview episode. So keep an eye for that. Woo! Yeah, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so and we'll be bringing some college basketball tomorrow. So we'll come back with some college basketball madness tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. You guys don't want to miss that. Yeah, you don't want to miss that content. So we'll be we'll be back here in a couple of days. Uh, you all take care and peace out, brother. Peace out, guys.